Hello and welcome to another episode of the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your favorite podcast host, Paris Pierre Grant, coming to you with another episode regarding everything financial. So now this episode is going to be all about socially responsible investing. With Thanksgiving coming around, I didn't release it on Thanksgiving because I don't think a lot of you would be listening anyway. But with Thanksgiving coming around, there's a lot of love appreciation, gratitude in the world. And it makes me very happy to see because these emotions are linked to, you know, more happiness. But, you know, it's just a good when there's a holiday, a real reason that everyone collectively is feeling that way. So in thinking about today's episode, I know that I really wanted to come from the angle of how you spend your money reflects the kind of world you want to live in. And I've had some uh, some conversations with my friends when it comes to investing where they say that they don't want to support these big corporations. They don't they want their money to be going toward a good place because, you know, the way you spend your money reflects the world you want to live in. So I don't want to live in a world with guns. I don't want to live in a world where there's pollution. I don't want to live in a world where there's corruption, where we use third world countries to produce our products. People are more conscious. Woke is the wave. And I'm not mad at that at all. So when I was thinking about you know, topics for this episode, I know that I was thinking about maybe even thinking about the cognitive effects of love, appreciation, and gratitude. I even thought about maybe doing another episode on donating and the importance of it because I've learned to develop a large appreciation for what I have by donating. Whenever I donate, I'm always thinking about the fact that if I'm donating to clean water, that for me to go, I have clean water, I have a water filter in my fridge. But there's places where that's a that's a real real luxury. Like they're like they would be happy to have tap clean tap water. So I've developed more of an appreciation for what it is that I have, and I'm glad to see that it's a you know it's not just me. It's just a millennial thing now where we all have we all appreciate what we have and we want to live in a world that's more sustainable, that's better for our future. And I think that's amazing. So I decided to do this episode all about socially responsible investing. The Investopedia definition of socially responsible investing is an investment that is considered socially responsible due to the nature of the business a company conducts. So now, obviously, good is subjective, but these can be companies that they might use greener practices. They're not using they're using renewable energies. They're not you know, they're reducing their uh, their emissions. It can be that you're not investing in companies that produce firearms because you're against gun violence. You could be against tobacco or any other kind of addictive substance, so you're not investing in those certain sort of pharmaceutical companies. It could be that you even support ethical work practices. So companies that pay their employees a livable wage, companies that aren't outsourcing to third world countries using sweatshops to produce their shoes. I think it's a beautiful way to build wealth and a way that you can be proud of. So I thought, so for this episode, I would be talking all about how to become a socially responsible investor, more about what it really is, why it matters, and as well as some pros and cons. This episode, obviously, there's no news in this episode. I'm really sorry about that. And the fundraiser is still going on. So make sure that you're listening to the ads throughout to support and give people at the Ronald McDonald House a place to sleep. But I really hope you guys get a lot of value out of this episode. And I hope that if you know anybody who's against big business or who doesn't want to invest because they hate the man, that you share this episode with them so that they know that there's a way for them to build wealth and actually make the world a better place in the process. 
So without further ado, we're going to take a quick little break and we're going to jump right into the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's keep it 1 million. Welcome back to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. This episode is all about socially responsible investing. So now I gave you guys the dictionary definition in the beginning, but the definition does not mean anything without some substance behind why it really matters. So this episode is all about socially responsible investing, and that's basically just investing in companies that are doing good for the world. But why does this really matter? And it's be- and I'll tell you why right now. In 2015, a study done found that globally, not just here in the U.S., but globally, 66% of consumers are willing to spend more on a product if it's from a sustainable brand. Among that 66%, 73% of the millennials in that survey agreed with that, which means that almost three-fourths of millennials believe that they will spend more money on something if it's from a sustainable brand. I think that's beautiful. I'm always, I used to kind of bash millennials. I don't know why I had like some kind of weird lack of confidence in my own generation where I thought that we were really good at knowing about problems, but not really good about doing something about them. But I've really changed my tune on that, not just because of this article, but just because of, I guess I've expanded my perspective. I was looking too much at people that were directly around me and not millennials as a whole in the world. And I've been able to connect with more millennials, not just in my like city, not just in my state. So I've been able to see more of the fact that we, we don't just talk the talk. We also walk the walk. 81% of millennials expect their favorite company to make public declarations of corporate citizenship. That means that when a, when a corporate citizenship is basically saying that, yes, we are a company, we're in it to make profit, but we're going to do so in an ethical way that you can be proud of. So this might not necessarily be socially responsible, but it's at least ethical. So that's that's kind of where we're at. That's what we're expecting. So obviously, like, you know, globally, not just in the U.S., woke is the wave. But this is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. So I talked to you guys about how to spend less money and make more money. Remember, we're here to keep it 1 million, not keep it 100. So while it is good that we're willing to spend our money on more sustainable brands, I think that's beautiful. What if there's a way to make money from more sustainable brands? And that's what socially responsible investing is. Before I get into this, and this does count as a, it's not really count as a con. It's important to remember that socially responsible investing is still investing nonetheless. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little bit of information on how to find, you know, different funds, ETFs, or even individual companies that are considered socially responsible, but they still have the inherent risk that comes with the stock market. Stock market goes up, goes down. We don't know which way it's going to go. So just like if you invest in a certain stock and that company could go all the way down, same thing can happen. Just be just because it's socially responsible doesn't mean that it's automatically an amazing company because ethics and ethics isn't always the main metric. So just keep that in mind. So now that we know about what a socially responsible investor is, we know about like we know the definition of it. How do we become one? How do I get to use my money to invest in a socially responsible way? Step number one is going to be find uh, find your purpose, find your goal. A lot of us can, it's, if I told you to sit down and take five minutes to write about everything bad about the world, you would either have a really, really full paper or you would just be like, there's not enough time because there's just so much. 
and that's not me being pessimistic it's just me being i mean i guess like the thing the pessimist always says is i'm not a pessimist i'm just being realistic but i understand that there is a lot of bad in the world but i think that when you try to spread yourself too thin and you're saying i want to fix everything you end up not bringing as much value as you could to each individual thing if you were to just focus more so i'd say pick about three to five different topic topics examples of socially responsible investing so it could be that you want the world to be a greener place so you're going to say okay green companies i want the world to have less gun violence all right companies that don't produce firearms you know like find three to five things that you can really really anchor yourself into before you even start searching because once you start searching the stock market is a wild wild place and you will find stuff but you want to make sure that you're focused and you know where you're going so so you can invest socially responsibly through ETFs, mutual funds, or like I said, individual companies. If you know a company such as like, let's say Tom's, I think when you, whenever you buy Tom's, they give a pair to a company, uh, to a, to a family in a third world country. So if you can find individual companies that, that like that, that you know are doing good, it will save you a lot of time. And because you'll have that emotional attachment to it, it you're not, you might not, I don't want to say you're, you're just going to be throwing money at it because I don't recommend that or investing emotionally. But because you already have that as an anchor to it, you know what they're doing. You're going to know them a lot better than you would just some random company that all you look at is the metrics for it. So there's different kinds of ETFs that you can that literally focus specifically on socially responsible investing. And while and I will include those in the show notes for you guys to go look at. But something that I think that a lot more people would benefit from actually is using robo advisory apps for the sake of socially responsible investing. And the reason for this is because the reason for this is that robo advisors know that their main demographic is younger people. It's people who don't have that much money to invest, but they're usually from a younger crowd and you know, they they want to get them in early so that they can start investing their so they can start inv- their investment careers right there. So there's apps like Personal Capital, Betterment, and Swell. All three of these apps offer portfolios that are specifically geared towards socially responsible investing so you can invest in them i think you get to tell them what like what you would like to change or what what, what the kind of change or impact you would like to have and they will make up a portfolio catered to catered to that obviously it's not going to be like super specific to each individual person but they'll be able to kind of see where you're going with this now it's important to remember that even among different kinds of socially responsible investments there's different categories of them So there's the, I think it's called ESG funds, where it's environmental, social, and and governance funds, where these are companies that, you know, they all, these are all classified as SRIs, but these are companies that really focus on having ethical practices. These are companies that pay their employees well, give them amazing insurance plans, aren't using third world labor and are just very ethical they're really about doing good business for the people that work for them and the people that they work for because every business serves the like you know serves the public now there's a derivative of this of esg funds called impact funds so they're still ethical but they're more focused on performance so i'd say they're ethical with a little bit more wiggle room all right this is impact funds so they both basically use the same metric, but one's a little bit more focused on performance as opposed to staying strictly ethical. And then there are also faith-based funds. If uh, these are companies that are literally are, you know, they're faith-based. So if Christianity 
or whatever your religion is, is something that's very important to you. You can actually invest in companies that promote, you know, whatever values are associated with your religion. I think this is a beautiful thing because a lot of times people feel like they can't use their money to support, you know, what's important to them. But with socially responsible investing, it is. It's very possible. So you know, you now know what social res- socially responsible investing is. You know why it's important. You know that there's different ETFs, mutual funds, and individual companies that you can use. And also robo-advisors like Personal Capital, Betterment, and Swell that will make portfolios for you. You also have the you also know the different like categories of socially responsible investing funds. And now after a quick little break, I'm going to talk to you guys about the pros and cons of socially responsible investing, as well as a quick little thank you to all of you guys for listening to the show. So on behalf of the people from Model McDonald House, thank you for listening to the upcoming ad. And I'll be right back out with you guys to finish out the show. Thank you. And we are back. Unfortunately, it is the end of the show. I know, I know, I wish it could be longer. If I could stay with you in audience world longer, I would. But between school, work, and life, and the whole Thanksgiving holidays coming up, I have been pretty swamped. That is no excuse for laziness, however, and I did want to make sure I got this message across and at least provide you with the resources to do more research on your own so that You know, if you're getting started making up your portfolio, you know that there's an option and you don't have to be strictly all socially responsible. You can even just have a small part of your portfolio that's socially responsible. So at least that, you know, some portion of your income of your wealth is rooted in something good. Now, I did say I was going to come at you guys with some pros and cons, and I think that a lot of them are pretty inherent. But for the sake of finishing out the episode and adding more value all the way down to the end, I have made up a small, quick little list. For pros of socially responsible investing, it's integrity. You get to talk the talk and walk the walk. You can sit there and say, look, I don't like gun violence and I'm not investing in companies that have anything to do with it. Or I want the world to be a greener place with more trees and my money goes towards doing something like that. A lot of times there's a there's a big disconnect between knowing about a problem and actually being a part of the solution to that problem. And I think socially socially responsible investing helps to kind of bridge that gap, helps to close that little gap that's right there. And then, you know, you get to go to sleep easier because you're part of the solution. You know that you're doing something good. It's going to make you feel a lot better. Something that a lot of people don't think about or don't like to think about is that when you invest in in broad indexes like the S&P 500 or the total stock market, you're getting everything in there. So if you don't like people smoking cigarettes, you have to know that some part of you is investing in companies that are producing cigarettes. This isn't to make you feel bad about investing or to dissuade you or get you out of the S&P 500. It's just to make sure that you know what it is that you're doing. When you're a socially responsible investor, you know that you know what you're doing is, you know, investing in companies that are doing good for the world. So you're probably going to feel a little bit better about that. So let's go to cons. I did touch on it a little bit. It's still investing. There's still the system, the systemic risk associated with the stock market because these are still stocks that you're in. These are still stocks and companies that you're investing in. A company can go down tomorrow and your whole and anything you're holding in that will go down to zero. So I think that's something that's really important to remember is that it's still investing. And also you're leaving a lot of money on the table when you are a socially responsible investor, obviously really limits 
the amount of companies that you can invest in, unfortunately, because not every company is socially responsible. So you're leaving a lot of, there's a lot of companies that you won't be investing in that could provide you with a lot of wealth, but it's coming at the price of, I guess, not being socially responsible. And that's a personal thing that you're going to have to kind of deal with and know for yourself and kind of maybe uh, like finesse your way, maybe have a more profitable side income for the sake of knowing that your your stock market portfolio won't be doing, you know, crazy numbers. And that's not to say that it's always going to be a bad thing. It's just a, yeah, there's a lot of missed opportunities there because you have a little, a smaller pool. Also, it requires a lot more due diligence to be a socially responsible investor. And not just for the sake of actually researching it, but for constantly updating yourself. Because ethical, good, it's almost subjective. I, I wish that wasn't the case. But one company can say, okay, like, we're really about, you know, fair work practices. But they're chopping down the Amazon the whole time. So you kind of have to have more due diligence for what it really means for you. What's the problem that you want to solve? And that's why I said the very first step in socially responsible investing is deciding the kind of change that you want to produce in the world. So hopefully this has given you more to think about. I've included all the resources, everything that you guys could possibly need to find more, find out more information inside the show notes. So please do use that. I do. It does take me a lot of time to actually write up. It takes me more time to write up the show notes than it does to write the script for the show, which is kind of doesn't make any sense. But it's because I'm, that's where I put in all of the articles, all the research, all the thank yous. Everything goes into the show notes. So it's not just something I just like type up really quick just to throw out the episode. So make sure that you're reading those. And then before you guys close out the show, before you guys hit pause, before you guys get out of the car, take a quick moment. Breathe. And give yourself a pat on the back. The year is closing out. We're at the end of the fourth quarter. And I want to thank all of you guys who have been with me on the journey. I think I started doing this really heavily back in March. So for everyone who's been listening to me, I want to say thank you. I want to say that I wish you all the success, wealth, and everything else in the world for you. I'm glad that you guys are listening. And I hope that I'm able to add some sort of value to your lives. And even if it's not financially... Maybe it's just hearing my voice. Maybe it's just part of your commute. Maybe it's just part of your day and you just like hearing Paris. I don't know what it is, but I want to thank you guys. If you're listening to this episode right now, or even if you're not listening to this episode, everybody who's ever listened to any episode ever, thank you. You guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And remember, this is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. We don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million.